Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming and exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Monarch, the Legacy of the Monsters. I think it's just Legacy of Monsters. I think there's no thes. Monarch, Monster Legacy. Legacy Monarch Monsters. On Apple Plus. Is Monarch going to be like a reference to Mothra? Monarch is uh it's an it's an excellent thing in the Godzilla universe already. It's the organ like this is an origin story I think of Monarch which is a group that's been monitoring these things for a while and I suspect I don't know enough about Godzilla lore to know the answer to that but yeah I think so. I okay. think it's I think Mothra is who they found first or who they uh used to help fight Godzilla in one of the movies or something. I I don't know. Interesting. Do you want to tell everybody what this is about? I don't know what the fuck this is about, dude. Do you want to describe the plot of this episode? I don't know if I can describe the plot of this episode. I can describe the plot of this episode. I think it it jumped around so much between different time. Like I got a little confused. It was, I, it was confusing there's a lot of jumping around in timelines i i don't know that we got half these characters names did we i'm sure we did i didn't catch them though if we did it it didn't do what most shows do in that first episode where they'll repeat their names multiple times that yeah you get used to them i feel bad that this is what reminded me of this but i've been toying around with um something i might try out at D D, and it's just like <laughs> You ever really want, like, a good way to just, like, cut somebody down? Like, you know, um, the joke of, like, if you ever really want to insult somebody, just be like, who is this clown? Because it implies they're not only a clown, but not a very well-known one. Yeah. This isn't as good as that. But I think that I'm going to try out... You're not from around here, are you? (laughs) Okay. Uh this show is about the formation or not even the formation. Monarchs already existing even in 1959 or whatever. Yeah, okay. So there's two timelines. There's a timeline following these two kids and uh uh these two kids as grandparents as they're like doing monarchy shit in the 50s. Like like uh uh investigating radiation in in places but all the radiation got ate up by godzilla and stuff like that and or other monsters yeah yeah and then there's the modern day one which is a young woman who was in the godzilla attack on san francisco her father is Missing or dead or whatever. Presumed dead, but it's going to turn out to not be dead. Absolutely. Sure. She's got like a bunch of his stuff, goes to Japan, like has some of keys of his, tracks some things down, goes into an apartment, finds that he had a wife and a kid in Japan. Coincidentally, 
Well, I guess maybe because it's a show, it's not that big of a coincidence. But he's got a safe, and they find a bunch of tapes in it. But also, the son has all these underground connections to decrypt all the stuff on the on the thing, and then they discover that they're doing that. So it was all kind of a stretch for me. That but, in this universe where giant monsters exist and have destroyed San Francisco. Right. Uh, that she's got like a basic decryption software is uh, real concerning for you. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I just, don't know. Just make sure where we stand. If you had this, this stuff out of the safe, what would you do with it? Who would you go to? I would go to my friend with decryption software. Do you have a friend with decryption no, software? See, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I guess I'd take it to Shay, but she'd be the most likely person to be able to do something with it. But I... Yeah, I guess I don't know. Is it an indictment on me or an indictment on my friends that I don't think I have a hacker friend? <laughs> Because that's that's who I'd go to is like the my hacker, hacker friend. friend. Right. I'm saying not everybody's got a hacker friend. They're real lucky they had a hacker friend just like right there, just like walk down the street and knock on their door. But what am I going to do if I need a hacker friend, dude? <laughs> like, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they're real lucky. But what you make your own luck, dude. He had a hacker ex-girlfriend. Like, he... I got to find a hacker, man. Ooh, here's my thought. We get, we've gotten less of them lately. I don't know if it's because Squarespace has like up to their security or whatever, but there are patches where all of a sudden we will just get, I'll get notification after notification via email that we've got some sort of spam comment that's generally just, that we've talked about it on the podcast before, like it seems like an activation phrase, but it also includes an email, which is almost certainly fake, but should I email back? And say, hey, are you a hacker? Will you be my friend? You know you know what, dude? I think that the most close thing you have to a hacker friend is probably me. I don't think that's true. I would I consider Nicole by simple just because she's done done web development more of a hacker than you are how many podcast ratings have you given this podcast because i've given it rating i've given it several i've given it one but mm -hmm. does that Pretty make you a moves. hacker that was like hacker adjacent i remember when i was a teenager and i could do computers same yeah, I took computer classes. I built a website about uh, about Puff Daddy in middle school. What's a website about Puff Daddy in middle school? Yeah, no, it was middle school. It was straight up the middle school. We had a computer science ish. I don't know what they called it. Computers probably class. And one of the the tasks we had to do was make a website. But we got paired up. And the guy I was paired up with was a huge Puff Daddy fan. And the only way I could get him engaged is if we made that website about Puff Daddy. I don't know that that website ever got hosted anywhere, but we certainly built it. Nice. Yeah, I remember writing like a, uh, we did the uh, most dangerous game in English class. And for my project, I wrote and coded a game, a computer game based on the most dangerous game. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that right now. 
I'm going to put out some feelers, but I'm, I'm, I'm also going to explore that I just need to become a hacker. All right. Maybe you can join Anonymous. Maybe. I wouldn't tell you. I tell you just like that. Not on the podcast. <laughs> no, you tell me. Just not on the podcast. <laughs> you just like walk in and be like, well, joined Anonymous. <laughs> no, I'd walk in in a Guy Fox mask and go, oh, whoops, I forgot to leave this in my car. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Uh, first note. Should I rewatch Roseanne? Mm. I know Roseanne's not a good person, but it was a good show. It was a it was a very good show. Maybe. Maybe. If for no other reason than to reconnect with John Goodman. Right. Cause that's all I could think was hell yeah, John Goodman. Yeah. And then I realized, nope, that's all the John Goodman we're getting. Yep. Going back to what we were talking about, the plot and everything, they pull so John Goodman like is videotaping and stuff, and he throws all the stuff into the ocean. <laughs> yep. While he's watching some giant bugs fight and not running away, he's trying to run away. He's like shuffling he from foot to foot, like and trying to get through that. Like I, I don't know what you expect running away to look like. I thought he was going to have to jump into the fucking ocean, <laughs> but in fairness to what happened, that probably would have gotten him killed too. Yeah. But uh, they pull up all the stuff in a fishing boat. And for some reason, I thought that it was going to be their grandfather that was the fisherman that pulled it up. Yeah. Yeah. So just figuring out how the tapes got there. I was real stuck on that. The uh, guy who pulled it up is going to be a part part of Mothra. I, I assumed that as well. But I also quickly abandoned that. Uh, I had a real hard time following this. That being said, I was also into it. I, I'm yeah. probably going to watch more. Yeah, I liked it. I totally called that another monster was going to come save John Goodman Jurassic Park style. Yeah, I mean, it's Skull Island. There's a shit ton of monsters there, dude. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're going to get King Kong in this show? That'd be cool. They're on Skull Island. He's there. Or at least that's where he's from. Yeah, that would be really cool. You pull up all those fish on the fishing boat, right? Sure. And then they're like, get back to work. Like, what more work do you have to do once the fish are on the boat? If my brother is to be believed, um, go into the cabin of the boat and do some meth. Oh, did your brother work on a fishing boat? He did. Uh, in Alaska, he worked on one for about two weeks. He he worked in Alaska every summer for a decade, maybe more, but generally on shore in like the cannery or whatever it is, the fishery, because it was decent money, at least for him at the time. And then he once got an offer to work on a boat and he said it was the most harrowing, like just... You you were expected to be awake for hours, like days and days at a time, and it was just a fucking nightmare. And how you dealt with that and how they had him deal with that was doing some meth. Hmm. And by his own description, as somebody who has done a lot of different drugs, meth wasn't for him. And 
they got back to shore and the captain basically fired him on the spot like yeah this isn't working out and my brother was just said yeah i agree and fucking w- walked on shore but yeah it there there the work being done on a fishing boat is constant and uh i i'm sure that they had another nut that they were laying down at that point in time and they had to get shit shuffled off like yeah, it feels like they should be done, but they got like twelve fish. That's not enough. They they need to, they need to fish more. Mm. How often did the How often did your brother like pull up strange suitcases and stuff out of the ocean? If I thought that he would answer me with anything other than just a bunch more questions about what the fuck I'm asking him, I would text him and ask right now. I'm guessing none at all, or else it probably would have come up. It's a pretty straightforward question. How often did you pull up suitcases and stuff on the fishing boat? I, I'm slash ever get a corpse. I, I'll, I'll, I'll probably see him. Uh, maybe not this weekend, but next weekend I'll ask him then. Okay. No, you won't. If I remember, I'll absolutely ask him. All right. Because his first question will be, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I'll have to give him a little context. And the answer will be zero, though. You think so? Yeah. All right. Uh, What do you have next in your notes? There was a lot of... in, In present day Japan, there was a lot of time spent showing all of the work that was being done to make people safe ostensibly from a Godzilla attack, but yeah, realistically in, just make people feel safe. Yeah. Including big signs with pictures of Godzilla in a circle and a slash through them. Like that's going to help. Like Godzilla's just going to see the sign and be like, Oh, better turn around. <laughs> and then turn around and, and walk away. Yeah. Uh, one, they they comment on the first one right on the nose, which is they fly they fly in, and then before she can get up out of the plane, they sp- they spray them down to decontaminate them it's to prevent a weird one. And also, why they, wouldn't she know that that was a thing on airplanes? Uh, it's just into Tokyo. Is oh. what, it was what they were saying, um, because the the commentary was that a lot of Tokyo was just doing these sort of placebo measures, and. That was a big one and very directly commented on, but one that wasn't commented on that I feel like maybe should have been or will be is going into a shelter for Godzilla. What the fuck is that going to do? That building, the the subway is just going to collapse on you. It's not like it's that far below ground. Yeah. And also, again, the big signs with pictures of Godzilla on them <laughs> and arrows pointing right down there. They're sending them to Godzilla. <laughs> At the very least, Godzilla will see those signs and say, oh, this oh, is, I guess this is where I need to go. It says Godzilla evacuation route. Here's me evacuating. Oh, no, all these people. Nom, 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 nom. Is Godzilla evil? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think uh, a creature of, I guess, dubious, but certainly limited intelligence can be evil. How smart do you think Godzilla is? What do you think Godzilla's IQ is? Smarter than you, I guess? I don't know. What? (laughs) Where'd that come from? I don't have an answer, so I I immediately revert to insults. You know this about me. Here, are you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Godzilla. I'm googling Godzilla's IQ. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. I can't really get a clear answer. But I did just spend the last five minutes <laughs> completing a quiz that tells me which Godzilla character am I. Right. I'm Mothra. I don't. To answer your question, I don't think Godzilla is evil because he's either not smart enough to be evil, or if he is smart enough to be evil because i do think that there's a base level of intelligence required he's it's it's impossible like if he were smart and evil he would just be destroying and raising cities left and right because nobody could fucking stop him okay is king kong evil no for the same reason do you think a monkey can be evil no for the same reason do you i don't know Monkeys are smart. I don't think they're smart enough to be evil. All right. I think my central thesis could be easily disputable, too. I just, that, that you have to be smart to be evil, but I just... That's my gut reaction. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb, mean people. Right. But I, I don't think any of the th- creatures we've talked about have even a human level of intelligence, even on the dumb human level of things. I'm not saying you have to be really smart to be evil. I just mean that there's a base level. Like if we were in D&D, your intelligence score would need to be higher than three in order to be evil. Oh, oh, OK. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a no, I'm pulling up D&D Beyond. So just pull up. Yeah. Pull up D&D Beyond. Intelligence pull up a level in alignment. Yeah. Of a Tarrasque. Yeah. I think that that's uh, very clearly evil, but giant ape all right giant ape intelligence seven but what's its alignment it says it right there unaligned there you go whoa now look up tarasque which is basically just godzilla all right tarasque unaligned intelligence three dude I think D&D is confirming your thesis. You should feel really good about that. I think I should feel like a huge fucking nerd because I strongly suspect that my thesis is coming from my understanding of D&D. <laughs> I, I don't think my thesis has been considered beyond like, D&D does it this way, so I guess it's that. It's also why I think wizards are real. Okay, so. She flies to Japan. Did you notice how bad her plane etiquette was? She Trying to a, step up when stand up when she was fourteen rows back. Yep, that she got a, had a big old light on her in in the uh, it, like everybody's trying to sleep except she's like up and she's like had lights going everywhere. Did you, you not mean, notice lights going? What, I don't know what you mean by lights. No, I certainly didn't notice that. Like a like a laptop light or something. It was rude, dude. I. it's 900 people crammed into a tin can. I think there are limits on what's considered rude. Okay. I don't think that, that she's smart enough to be rude, that she's smart enough to be rude. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's rude to have your laptop on when other people are trying to sleep. Like, I think if you're trying to sleep on a plane, bring a fucking eye mask. The end. What do you think about those little uh, jammers that make you the person in front of you not be able to move their seat back? Is that a thing that I think that um, people that get all bent out of shape about people bending their seats back are assholes. So if you've got something that's preventing somebody from doing that, I think you're an asshole. Nice. That being said, 
I still, it's your right to be annoyed that somebody's doing that. Particularly if you're like me, or I suspect you, in that you've got long enough legs that them doing that hurts. Yes. Um, but that them's the brakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a trade-off. Uncomfortable on airplanes, but you can slam dunk. I didn't get that. Is that maybe that's why I'm so depressed all the time? Is that Dude. I'm? <laughs> is that I'm tall, but I lack the ability to slam dunk have so, you ever slam dunked i mean on a three foot hoop i'm sure but fuck no <laughs> no i was never athletic enough to do that new goal let's train to slam dunk i think that is a recipe for me blowing out every ligament in both of my knees let's like take it easy like <laughs> I know no, no. those are those are diametrically opposed. There is no taking it easy while training to slam dunk on a 10-foot hoop. There is no taking that easy. Really? As a 40-year-old man. You just want to start deadlifting 500 pounds? I don't think there's any taking that easy in terms of being able you just to to build your way itself up. I think that's a recipe for me blowing, exploding both of my knees. You're already doing the stairs thing. You could probably slam dunk already and you don't know it. I'm certain <laughs> that I cannot. <laughs> I, I'm positive that, yeah, I probably can jump a little higher than I remember now. <laughs> See? But I just got to keep I, working I, on I, that. I, I <laughs> is that. Is that what the past 15 years of my life at being 300 or around 300 pounds has been? Is just me training to be able to slam dunk now that I'm down 100 pounds? <laughs> when you weighed that much how, how often do you just like jump up and down a little bit? All the time. <laughs> All right. I was constantly doing calf raises. Um, God, it's all been leading up to this. Yeah. Let's go down to the park right now. Yeah. So Hold on. Pause the on podcast. Me. Hold on. Yep. Pause the podcast. All right. I'm so sorry. I dunked on you Whoa. so hard, dude. <laughs> 360 right out the gate. I didn't know my own strength. <laughs> I can't believe I shattered the backboard and everything. We could do that, and then we could join, like, two-on-two tournaments, and everyone would be like, these guys can't jump. And then we'll be dunking everywhere. Yep. We can do that. We won't. We won't. We'll do that around the same time that we (laughs) submit that amazing race audition tape. All right, here's my next note. Is it just me? Was there romantic tension between that brother and sister? (laughs) Is this the first time you've thought about it? I don't think that there was any sexual tension between the two of them. Now, between her and that mom, who she's not blood related to, sparks were flying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They, like, hugged and stuff. Right? And that mom was, like, constantly trying to talk to her and get her to, like, stick around. Mm-hmm. I mean, her husband just died. She's probably lonely. Right. That would make – I mean, if they got together and got married and shit, that would make her stepbrother – There's – Or her half-brother, her stepson. There's a whole category of porn about this, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> Kate's mom, the, the woman that went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom seemed like a real pain in the ass. She was there for half a day, tops, 
and she called her at least four times. Yeah. And those were just the times that Kate picked up. Yeah. I agree. How often would your mom call you? I haven't talked to my mom since Thanksgiving. Nice. And prior to that, prior to my grandmother passing, I'm not sure we had talked on the phone in six months. I've seen, like, we've maybe texted very occasionally, but Mm -hmm. we don't talk on the phone hardly ever. How often do you talk to your mom on the phone? Once or twelve, once every one or two weeks. It depends on if I'm mad at her or not. Sometimes it'll be longer, because uh, she treats my sister like shit, and then I get mad about it. And so, oftentimes, my mom will try to call my sister, and my sister won't pick up, and then my mom will call me. It happened on my sister's birthday. So I texted my sister, my birthday present to you is that I talked to mom on your birthday instead of you. (laughs) Did she appreciate that present? Yes, of course. So there was a Godzilla alarm while Kate was in Tokyo. And Mm -hmm. so they rushed into their Godzilla shelter. And then it turns out it was an all clear false alarm, something or other, right? What do you think caused that? What what are they testing for? Is it like they they see Godzilla and somebody just fucked up and thought they saw Godzilla and it turned out to be a raccoon or something? Or are they measuring seismic waves or what? Ooh, that's a good question. Maybe it's like uh, people in fighter jets just like circling around in the ocean looking out for Godzilla constantly just flying around constantly just flying around looking and then they got like a button to press if they see Godzilla but uh like this guy was just like drinking a coffee and accidentally spilled the console and he was trying to wipe it off off quickly damn it damn it damn it damn it yeah and he was just too embarrassed to say anything for a while and then eventually had to be like oh nope it's not a Godzilla uh but it was a totally legit reason that I pressed the button, but it took him a while to come up with it. Definitely wasn't coffee. Also, I do need some Clorox wipes for my cockpit. Please and thank you. <laughs> oh, I guess the only other thing I have in my notes that I wanted to talk about is Kurt Russell's son playing a younger version of Kurt Russell. Wyatt Russell, yes. What do you think about that? I think that... He doesn't have the charisma of a young Kurt Russell. That's exactly what I think, but that is a pretty tall order. Right, but I think he's a good actor, so yeah. I'm fine with it. I think it would be tough to find somebody... It would be tough to find anybody that has the charisma of a younger Kurt Russell, so you might as well go somebody that looks a lot like a young right. Kurt Russell slightly like there's just... <laughs> looks a they lot and the, slightly. There's just something... They've got the same jawline, I think. Yeah, it the jawline and there's something in the face, but it's not all the face. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, I you know. I I'm sure this is being pitched like or it seemed like this is being advertised as it's gonna have Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, but I'm guessing we're gonna need about five minutes we're gonna get about as much Kurt Russell as we got John Goodman. Oh. And Wyatt Russell's gonna be doing the heavy lifting because he's got the time. Uh, do you want to write an episode two? I think we should try. What happened at the end of the first episode? In present day, they managed to decrypt the tapes because they've got a hacker friend. 
Mm-hmm. Hold on. I need to add to my to-do list. You've got a to-do list? Make hacker friend. Oh, a pretend to-do list. Well, no, I... The audience doesn't need to know that. Oh, okay. I do have a like to-do list or like shit that I'm trying to keep track of in there. But like what? Like thoughts th- and feelings. Thoughts and feelings, but uh, shit I need to do for work or uh, randomly uh, episodes we need to do for the podcast, that sort of thing. Like the Godzilla oh, show wow. was number one on that list before. Oh yeah, because what did I suggest? Uh, uh, I suggested was the, new the, squid, the new Squid Game. Yes, the Squid Game. And then you respond with, okay, the week after that, we're going to do the Godzilla show. And my response was, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that out? <laughs> yeah, that came out uh, last week or two. It's Godzilla show came out like two weeks ago or something like that. So they decrypt the thing. We find out that modern day Monarch knows they decrypt the thing because of just like, Five minutes of tech mumbo jumbo talk. Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then in the past, A, we find out that the woman we've been following in the past is their grandmother. And B, she dies horribly to a bunch of bugs. Does she die horribly? She fell into a pile of monstrous bugs if she isn't dead, like, and fell a long way. If she isn't dead, She's at least, and this is how we're starting episode two, a bug monster now. <laughs> you remember how in Batman Returns, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character fell off the balcony or whatever it was and then got licked by a bunch of cats and became Catwoman? <laughs> yeah, I, I vividly remember that. <laughs> this woman just fell about the same distance and there are a bunch of bugs around that are probably going to be licking her wounds. I'm just saying she's bug woman now. <laughs> okay. She is Bug Woman. Is this going to be a uh, crossover between this and that uh, HBO show we watched? Uh, 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 Scavengers Rain? No, I don't think Apple and, and HBO are playing nice. I think we keep these separate. Okay. You know, we don't have to, like, you and me don't have to follow that rule, though. Yeah, I... I don't want to, for the same reason I didn't want to write an episode two for Scavenger's Reign, I don't want to rope Scavenger's Reign into this. This at least has something approximating rules, even if it's just there are giant monsters in present day Earth. Uh, Scavenger's Reign, I haven't watched any more of. I still plan to. All bets are off. That show is bonkers. All right. So episode two opens up and it's just like... uh, Young Kurt Russell and that actor who's in what is that other actor in? He's in um, Workaholics, I believe. Okay, the TV show with Adam De- Devine and yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, and they're just like yelling down at the pit, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And then a voice comes back up, and she's just like, "I'm a bug monster now." And they're. <laughs> And they just say, that sounds so cool. <laughs> and she's like, I think I'm pregnant with just uh, human babies that look human. But they're going to be part bug, too. And not realize it. And then it's going to cut to modern day. And you're going to see like <laughs> them staring at each other romantically. And then you're going to see their you're, eyes. You're really trying to shoehorn in this romance. <laughs> You're going to see their eyes uh, blink, and they're going to blink horizontally. Like, yep, I'm like a... 
<laughs> and then one of them's gonna go like, "Whoa, what's up with your eyes?" And it's like, "I was gonna ask what's up with your eyes." So, so look, I know I've given you a lot of shit about the the romantic uh, leanings that you, you've been trying to put on those two, but I think we do need to lean into it harder. I think that they end up boning down. Oh, oh! I <laughs> think you know where I'm going with this, but go on. To make one pure bug monster. That wasn't where I was going with it. But yes, she gets pregnant with a pure bug monster and just a regular human child, <laughs> luckily <twins>. enough. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But here's the thing. The spinoff is just those two being raised as siblings. Correct, but without their father, because after they do it, mom bites off the father's head. Oh. Because she's a bug monster. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot. They're, like, really conflicted about all of this. First, they're siblings, but they got to create a pure bug monster. <laughs> and second, she's going to have to bite his head off. Do you think that that's why he broke up with his ex-girlfriend, the hacker ex-girlfriend, is because after sex, he would just kept, he was just like, God, I just wish you would bite my head off. <laughs> there's just something about this that isn't satisfying. Yeah. And she broke up with him. Because he kept asking yeah. for it. <laughs> She's like, I need you I to bite my head off. And she would just, she would try and play along and just yell at him a little. And he's like, no, I mean, literally, I need you to bite my head like, off. Like a praying mantis. And then he's like, no, why would you, why would you say that? <laughs> okay. So he's dead and gone now. <laughs> yep. She's like a single mo- mother raising a human child and a pure bug monster child together. Sorry, I know I keep going to the past, but maybe that's why their father was cheating around as he was looking for somebody to bite his head off since he was also <laughs> part bug. Yeah. And he could never find that person. Yeah. And the reason he went missing is when he saw Godzilla, he was like, Godzilla will bite my head yeah, off. Yeah, he will for sure bite <laughs> my head off. <laughs> But he's not really dead. He's just laying his head in a sleeping Godzilla's mouth, just waiting for it to crush him. Okay, so they this episode spans months, and they have the pure bug monster child and the human child. So many montages where she's just like feeding the human child a bottle. But uh, then when she's done feeding the human child a bottle, she, like, reaches over and takes, like, a scoop of, like, slop and just, like, slops it at the bug monster baby. Yep. Yep. Rocking a human child in, like, a bassinet sort of thing. Uh, And bug child is in a cocoon. (laughs) Right. Uh, She's, like, trying to find daycare that will accept both of them. But every one of them has a sign that says no bug monsters allowed. <laughs> this is a Godzilla world, after all. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just like a comedy. Yeah, we, about... we really pivot tones here. This yeah. The first episode of the show was an action drama sort of thing. But we are pivoting hard into comedy. Yeah. Comedy, like dramedy about a single mom raising a human child and a bug monster child. Also with some horror involved because we definitely did just describe somebody's head getting bitten off, but yes. Okay. And so we abandon the past plot line. Entirely. Wyatt Russell, see you later. But we do have another time shift and now it's in the future. And it's like a guy and he's like you know, adventuring around or whatever. I can't, I don't have the whole thing, but there's going to be a point where he's like, 
will have to go talk to my sister. <laughs> it's a full-grown bug monster. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. We nailed that, dude. The, uh, nailed it to the wall. What else you got? For this show, I don't, I don't have anything else. I've got streaming news. Okay. Fire away. New movie out on Peacock. New Peacock original movie called Genie with Melissa McCarthy where she plays a genie. The, yes. The only reason I'm mentioning this is that Shay's cousin is in it. Okay. He plays boy and he sits on Santa Claus' lap and asks for a rocket ship. Okay. I have watched it. Do I need to watch it and then can we and then can we get her cousin on to join the podcast with us? Oh yeah, I think he had a brief interaction with Melissa McCarthy too. Sweet. Yep. That's all. Okay. What do you have? What streaming news do you have? I don't have any streaming news. Uh, we have been watching a streaming exclusive show that we've talked about on the podcast before, I think. did We, we did an Ink Master. Did we do an Ink Master on this podcast? I don't remember. I think we've talked about it for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a new season of Ink Master. Uh, no longer hosted by Dave Navarro. Instead hosted by Joel Madden of Good Charlotte and... Um, it's been uh, very entertaining. Good, nice. I'm still keeping up on the albums. I listened to one over the last week. Oh uh, yeah, you rated it. What do you remember which one it was? I believe it was a Bowie album. Oh yeah, Young Americans. Yes. Yeah, pretty good. It was pretty good. I think I might like it more if I listened to it more. But yeah. On one pass. It felt like a three-star. Yeah. We listened to a Tracy Chapman today. Okay. I liked it. Anyway, want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. If you like the show, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. On that website, uh, there's a link to our Discord where just a couple of us are hanging out right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. We're getting blown up. Yep, it's blowing up fastest growing discord over the span of the day that our members joined across the internet infinity percent infinity percent uh last but not least big thanks to boz d for the use of the theme song